Welcome back, gamers. I'm Andrew Gonzalez, and as always, here's my co-host, Josh Eddington. And this is 8-Bit Movie Review, the podcast where we watch movies based off video games. And this week, we got a special treat for you. We watch the movie Dead or Alive. Yeah, that was technically dead Mortal or, Kombat. Uh, dead or, uh, that, no, that's just the Mortal Kombat. <laughs> uh, well, that's a better movie, uh, and we will get to that at some yeah, point. Yeah, we'll um, get to but that. We're still rifling our way through these very bad movies. So if you notice in this theme song uh, that you probably just heard, no, we did not do a cover for this week because... There are no covers of any Dead or Alive. Yeah, a lot of the video game music's cover scene, they're smart people, and they know that this game is just not worth anyone's time, especially the soundtrack, because it's just generic and there's always better games. Well, some people will tell you otherwise. I know a lot of people that love this video game. You mean one person? Because <laughs> yeah, you just said is... a lot of people, but I'm sure you only meant one person. It's actually true. I've only talked to one person. Well, let me guess. That person still lives with their parents? No. Oh, no. okay. Okay. But he he always tells me, he's like, you know, don't don't think of like how a lot of pervs like this game and stuff. So, well, it was made for perverts. I mean, it was like the first game where they're like, you know what we need to revolutionize the gaming industry is we need to have tits jiggle, and they have to have their own physics. So this game was groundbreaking for introducing jiggle physics into the gaming world. I can't even believe it. I can't even believe it. If you guys aren't familiar with the video game Dead or Alive, it's pretty much what Josh just said real quick. It's a bunch of overly busty women. um, In skimpy clothes. Like clothes that do not hold tits that big. Like, as they, the games go along, it seems like you get more downloadable content to put lack of clothes on these women. There's even a volleyball game, isn't there? Yeah, unfortunately. They're, they're, I'm pretty sure there's uh, multiple volleyball games. Because <laughs> those probably made way more money. Because there's like, oh, the photo shoot mode. And like, oh, I can customize their bikinis. That's f- something. Yes, I, I even heard uh, somebody was telling me, uh, I think the game or the volleyball one... You can get like nipple, nipple pasties. pasties? <laughs> nipple oh pasties. yeah, yeah. That's what you need in a fighting game is nipple pasties. <laughs> can you put them on the male characters? What the fuck? I don't Quality. think the male characters are in the volleyball. They're game. the ones taking the pictures for the photo shoots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Nice. Um, unfortunately, and I know some people are just like, that's not what the game is about. I've never fully played this game based on because I heard what it was, and I was just like, there's way better fighting games than than a game like this. Yeah, like when that game came out, there was probably already Mortal Kombat, Marvel vs. Capcom, the multiple ones, we got Soul Calibur, Tekken, all of those are so much better than the gimmick that is this game. And when I found out they made a movie of it, oh, it it, it blew my mind. <laughs> yeah, well it, well, it was 2006. It was, you know, uh, every couple of years since 
what was it, 1993 since Super Mario came out. Every year or so, they had, there was like this thing about, it's almost like the Marvel movies. They got to have like one every single year, two or three every single year now. And it's just, this movie doesn't feel like it should have been released to the box office. This feels more like, like a Brooke Hogan movie, like one of those like three-headed shark attack or like Mechalodon versus Sharktopus type movies. Like it should have probably been on the sci-fi channel. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, just looking at the money, it it the budget for this movie was thirty million dollars. Do you can you guess how much they made back and worldwide, not just domestically, not just overseas, like total. I'm gonna look. I I didn't look this up. I'm gonna take a guess. I'm gonna say fifteen mil. Cut that in half, and you are absolutely Whole right. Worldwide. Worldwide. This movie only made seven and a half million dollars. Because a lot of times when they when movies come out with like shitty like. When movies come up, when yeah, sometimes when there's terrible movies like this, but it it'll be either have a certain cast member like The Rock or something like that, or just be based off something popular. Usually overseas will make money. So the fact that this didn't make good money overseas, this is kind of shocking. Like, because we know this is a terrible movie, and I'm sorry if somebody liked this movie, but you must really hate movies if you like this. <laughs> Movie. Well, I guess if you like like really bad fighting movies that are there's a lot of gratuitous camera shots in this movie on purpose because that's kind of what the game was like gratuitous shots of skimpy skimpily clad women and you know those guy characters who gives a fuck because in this movie they clearly didn't give a fuck about any of the guy nope. characters because the whole beginning of the movie is introing the three main female leads and that's it. You get fucking passing conversations to introduce everyone else. And a lot of the people that they introduce don't have any lines. You get to see them fight randomly. It's like two seconds of them fighting. Oh, they're gone. They never had a line. That doesn't matter. Focus on the three main characters. And I, I'm guessing that most of their budget went into getting My Name is Earl's Jamie Presley. Or just using mainly CGI for fucking everything. That's true. And it brings up a really good point. You know a movie is going to be fucking garbage when the first landscape shot they show is a far-reaching panning shot that is just 100% CGI, nothing whatsoever practical, and then it just fucking jump cuts into a scene with people talking. And, uh, yeah. Kind of reminds me of the remastered versions of Star Wars. <laughs> Within the first four minutes, I already had to pause the movie and I had my head in my hands, cradling myself for comfort. It's it's just, uh, and I'm not even exaggerating, like, it's that bad. And right off <laughs> the bat, right off the bat, we get in the opening scene, we get this sky view of... By the way, I don't know where we are half the time in this movie. Are we in Japan? Are we in I think they China? said they were in um, some region in China. It well, that, that. that scene where you see a bunch of people standing outside dressed as ninjas looking like feudal Japan style. Yeah, it's like uh, it's the, the kingdom soldiers yeah. or something. The and... worst CGI I've ever seen. Like, it does not look real at all. It doesn't even look like it'd be in a video game. It just looks so bad. No, I'm pretty sure. Like, DOA came out on, what, Sega Saturn or something like that? Like, even then it had better graphics. Or maybe not Sega Saturn, but, like, PlayStation 1, that era. Back then they had better CGI than this shit. Like, it's just not, not good. So... Four minutes is all it takes for them to, A, try to set up 
one of the three subplots in this movie. One being, what was her name? Sashimi or something? Kasumi? Kasumi. Kasumi. Sosumi. Sosumi. She's this princess. She's like, fuck, I gotta go find my goddamn brother. And I guess her brother was in the DOA tournament last year and they were told, oh, he died. She's like, I can't. No, he's too, he's too good. He's basically John Wick, I guess. Maybe like the Asian John Wick. The Asian John Wick. Asian John Wick. And she's like, nah, I gotta go get him. And for some reason, if she leaves, her clan is going to kill her. Yeah. And they're like, general is like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come after you. Why? Nobody came after the brother. Yeah. That's said later in the movie, like, yeah, well, you didn't go after the brother. It's like, oh, maybe that's because you were in love with the brother. Oh, yeah, the general is some white lady. Everyone's is Asian. Is she white? I'm yeah, like, she's like a white lady with purple hair. Because I was like, is she white or, or, or is she some sort of, like, a little Asian or something? I wasn't sure, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure she's white. And yeah, that's clear, a white lady in a, clearly, in a purple wig. Clearly wearing a wig. <laughs> clearly wearing a wig. So this is how we introduce uh, Sashimi. I'm just going to call it Sashimi because I, I want sushi at some point. Uh, she She's like, fuck this shit. And she's just like, you know what? I'm going to throw a sword at a wall. And then you're like, okay, so Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon must have come out yeah. recently. Oh, totally. Because then she starts doing the floaty run over the backs of the guards bounces up over this wall and you you figure out oh somehow they're in the sky because she starts paragliding away on a, a paragliding thing she had on her back that just you, you couldn't see it <laughs> and then as she's floating away a fucking like a ninja star or something yeah, comes like... out and it's the invitation to get into doa and she catches it in the air and it's like okay no one questions where that came from. <laughs> Who has that job? Like, yeah, whose job whose is it job to is go that? around and throw these, like, you could hurt somebody with this thing. And do they they wait for somebody to show how strong of a fighter they are? And they're just like, oh, you're invited. No, they're pre-picked. They're pre-picked. They don't wait like, like, oh, she flew away on her little paragliding thing. Guess what else we should throw a... Invitation but it seems her. like they always come when these invitations come when something heroic or something death deathifying happens. Like when the brother gets his, and you know, not this is probably not even gonna be fully discussed anyway. When it shows the flashback and the brother gets his, he saves his sister, and it's just like whoa, 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 whoa. it's like you've been summoned. He's like whoa. So in this universe, there's basically like global surveillance systems that are monitoring people, like. Oh, saved his sister. Let's get him into this tournament. DOA tournament, I guess, I guess it's something that people know about because it's been going on several years. There's a $10 million prize, I guess, to win it. Uh, I don't know. That, that's pretty cool. Has anyone ever actually, like, made it through it? Why didn't we see any of the past winners? Like, no, this is legit. When it's really... <laughs> It, it, I don't know. It's a resort where people fight each other. People are having parties. There's yeah people <laughs> DJing and dancing. Yeah, it's a resort, but like you have to fight whenever they tell you to fight. Like, but you can choose though. You can be like, hey, not no. No, that's true. At the beginning, they're like, if this comes up, you go and fight that person. But then it's like, no, I guess you could just say, no, nah, I'll fight you in the morning. That's why I thought it was weird. It was just like, okay. So you can just choose. Cool. You're like, nah, I need like nine hours of sleep before I fight you. But then other times they're just like, I'm going to break into this person's room and fight them while they're trying to sleep. Yeah. We're getting a little ahead of ourselves. So within the first 10 minutes, they're introducing the three female characters. So we get Kasumi, Sashimi, whatever so the heck. Sosumi, yeah. Sosumi, yeah. 
We get her. She flies away off into the great yonder, gets her DOA uh, invitation. Then we're introduced to Jamie Presley's character with the gratuitous coming. Uh, what was that movie where the it's like the fantasy? Oh, well, Chevy Chase's uh, National Lampoon's did a parody of it with like the babysitter coming out of the pool. And it's like in slow motion. And then like she takes off and shows her tits or something like that. It's some like old movie. Yeah. But it's that gratuitous shot of her just coming out of the water. And it's just panned in on her tits in a red, white, and blue bikini. America. An American bikini. You're just like, okay, that's America right there. Yeah, make it great again. That's making it great again with them tits. With them titties. With them titties. And, uh, yeah, if if you're bored of this type of, like, gratuitous shit now, uh, it just goes on through the whole movie. Yeah. And we're not trying to be vulgar or anything like that, so you're like, oh, they're saying titties. No, that's this fucking movie. They <laughs> do this shit on purpose to draw focus to this stuff. And I guess that's that's one thing that's pretty accurate to the game. Because in the game, they really are just like, here, look at these tits. She's threw a punch. Well, her tit's going to go four feet farther than her hand for some reason. Because that's real physics, maybe? No, it's not real. No, nah, you're looking at her boobs. You don't care. Yeah. That's what they're hoping for. So we find out that Jamie Presley's character is like a world-class like professional wrestler. And she just wants to quit. Well, she doesn't want to quit. She does no, she did. Yeah, She's yeah, like, I'm she done. Quit. I'm, right. I'm quitting. I'm going to live on my yacht. And it's like, okay, cool. You, that's cool. She's drinking PBR, but they have yeah, everything. They have, they have the logos blocked off because they're like, we so can't funny. pay for that. Like, of course she's drinking. <laughs> she's white trash, right? Let's let's have her drink PBR. Should have given her fucking King Cobra or something. Yeah. Or something even trashier. Well, this was 2006, so. Why? Did they not make King Cobra anymore? No, they did then. I was just oh. saying that PBR was known as the... Oh, that, yeah, exactly. And they want to make someone look trashy, give him PBR Tallboy. I will say I liked Jamie Presley's character out of everybody. I like. I kind of thought she was funny. <laughs> yeah, the things that surrounded her character, There are. there's one thing we'll get into a little bit later that I did actually laugh at. I thought it was kind of funny. And I, I, we already discussed what it, what it was, but we'll 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 get to that point See, when we get to that. And point. I think I liked her because there's there's somewhat of a plot going on, and her character is not really in, she's just along for the ride. She's not involved in the plot at all, and I think that's why I liked her character more because she wasn't in the drama stuff. She wasn't doing whatever Christy was doing. It was just all right. I'm gonna say one line, and hopefully people laugh. <laughs> like that's pretty much. I'm not change my accent from my name is Earl. So. <laughs> You mentioned she quit wrestling, okay? So this whole movie, she does the only time she uses wrestling moves is when she fights her father. But other than that, she's doing like straight up fucking like karate. Yeah, like, yeah. She doesn't do any wrestling moves. You think like they would have any fucking wrestling moves like that she would do because she fights a couple people, but no, it's just all like kickboxing stuff or just straight up karate. Those goofy pirate dudes. Oh my god! Yeah. So this. Comedic relief in this movie in the form of these, uh, what are they, like Asian pirates or something. They they they're like we're gonna steal this yacht, and then up oh, she turned it around on them and fought everyone. Even though I thought they had guns. I think so. Yeah, they had guns. So they have guns, and somehow she just fights them hand to hand. Well, because they think and then she's like, just a lot of here. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, she's just a little girl. Just... And then because she beats up those Somali pirates, <laughs> she gets a DOA invitation. Yeah. Out of nowhere. It comes out of the water. I saw it. It comes out of the water? It was like, bloop. Where the fuck? Oh, God. Who the fuck is sending these things? Is it like drones just flying around? Well, they already have worldwide surveillance. So, yeah, yeah, it's got to be drones. So, now we've we've got two of the three main female leads. 
So then we get to our third one, Mas- Master Thief. What was her name? Christy or something? Christine? Something like that? Yeah, Christy. Chris, Christy or Christy. Anyway. Oh, before we hop into Christy, I wanted to bring up one more thing about... That's what she said. What? <laughs> one more thing about that Tina scene. I yeah. just remembered looking at my notes. That whole scene, they're playing Ramones, uh, Hey Ho, Let's Go, but just shitty guitar. It's, it, oh, they're just playing like... Yeah, and they change the... Probably for copyright issues because they already spent thirty million dollars on making this fucking movie, so they're probably looking for anything that they can use that they don't have to pay royalties to. But it was definitely like a diet version of the original Ramon song with oh, no vocals. Gotcha. So they're like, well, we don't have the lyrics in. Could we just like use like thirty seconds if we loop it? Yeah, it was just. It would change it, so it's like, it's that song, but it's not that song. It was, yeah, it was... It was Royalties, really... motherfucker. I probably dragged this movie out more than as long as it was. Yeah, I actually because... watched it in one sitting. Andrew, he took him multiple days to get through this because he had to drink, and he fell asleep on our Yeah, <laughs> I, I fell asleep on my couch, and I woke up to like most of the ending and i was like what the fuck is going on oh it takes a turn it it definitely takes a turn in the third act you're like oh they're trying to end this oh yeah <laughs> they're trying to end it oh, are they because i felt like it just wouldn't end because even when i went back to watch it I, I went i got by the scene that i woke up to and i was like this is still going oh yep yeah. oh yep what's that oh now this is this is the thing now, and yeah. we'll we'll get we'll get into it. Yeah. So you were talking about Christy before I so rudely yeah. interrupted you. Well, we'll we'll get to Christy. I just want to say that if you want to know the quality of this movie, it's not found on any service whatsoever. It was we found it. Someone just uploaded it to YouTube. Not even like that rental service through YouTube. Just some random person uploaded it. Oh yeah, and it hasn't been taken down because the company doesn't give a fuck. Oh yeah, I almost bought it, but thank God for Josh. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that and I was like, I'm not paying 10 bucks to watch. It said you can buy it. Like, okay, so Amazon Prime, like last time with Doom, and eh, whatever. I rented for three, four bucks. I don't have to see it ever again after. But this said I had to buy it, which is like, I'm not going to watch this more than once. No. I knew I wasn't going to find any enjoyment f- for like a second viewing. I had a chuckle here and there. A lot of just like, a lot of groaning. Like a lot of like, ugh. A lot of that. So, uh, yeah, there's no way I was going to spend even $10. I have $10. I, I could have yeah, done it. that's why I was like, oh, maybe I'll just do it. But at the same time, I just thought it was weird that, like, usually you can find any shitty movie on, like, um, like a Crackle or some yeah. app where you just have to watch commercials through it. But this, the, well, they're trying to make up that $30 million, man. You know? So they're... they're... Yeah. Back to Christy. So... <laughs> Christie's Chrissy, Christy, Chris's, whatever her fucking name is, her introduction is her in a shower, naked. And then somehow she gets out of the shower, she's got makeup on. Full fucking makeup. And it's very, very evident. It's like, oh, kind of, you missed a spot there, uh, lady. This this character, I, I thought this whole scene was so stupid. And I don't even find her really, you know, in a, I don't know. It was like a sexy scene, but I didn't think she came off as really that sexy. Yeah, uh, so basically she's trying to do the whole 
oh, I'm, I'm innocent. I'm not the master thief because, like, the FBI or something. No, it's not the FBI because they're in China. Like, the police force are there to take her in, and she just gets out of the shower doing all that stuff about, like, ooh, putting on the panties underneath the towel and the basically the guards are like gulp like pulling out their collars (laughs) and as soon as this happened where she's like hey can you hand me my bra over there and the guy picks up the bra with his gun and then hands it towards her i'm like why would any cop ever do that if they think this a person is like a risk she's a master thief they know that she's like martial artist i guess or something like that an assassin why would you ever like hey let me just uh here's your here's your tit cups (laughs) oh you want my gun too and of course it led to her taking out the guards in oh you forgot how she gets the gun and stuff and her bra on at the same time oh yeah it's an over yeah i was getting to that yeah all right all right she fights all these guys off and then it's just an over like somehow in the fray she throws her hands up and somehow i can't see her tits but her bra her cgi bra because it's clearly cgi just falls right onto her and then she stops the guy behind her with the gun and is like, button me up. And that's, um, and that's basically how it was acting in the movie. Like, I'm not doing it bad. Like, I probably that, did it better than the actress That is. Did. And she steals a motorcycle and yep. drives away. I, I feel and then like... gets, her, gets her invitation while she's yeah, driving away. Yeah. Just like randomly like, ooh. It lands on the front, like, window of the bike. The little, uh windshield thing in the front none of these people seem surprised when these things yeah. are like things that could kill them they're just like these oh. are not like a drone like hey you're invited it's like a fucking ninja throwing star yeah you could die from getting hit by well, this it, thing. It, when it smashes her her motorcycle window doesn't it it's yeah. just like yeah like, it just cuts how right is into she it. not like what the fuck like looking around her like wondering who's throwing shit at yeah, her. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make any sense. And also, you know, I feel like she was more of a... Th- Again, I don't know about the game, and I've heard that she's actually a huge villain in the game. And she doesn't actually come into play until, I think, Dinner Alive 3. But I feel like we saw more... Well, they knew they had to cash in on that character in the movie. Oh, yeah. They couldn't I wait I heard for she's a, a prominent character. Like, she's she's well-known. They weren't wait, waiting to get greenlit on that sequel, which um, I don't think that's <laughs> Never happened. happened. But I feel like we always see her as a thief. I never see her as an assassin. I guess when she fights, you know. She yeah, just... she could fight. Whatever. I'm sure it's just some stunt person. <laughs> and I feel like away. she wears the same clothes throughout the entire movie. Except when they're playing volleyball. She's got um, this... Even when she's fighting in the rain later, she's wearing the same black... Yeah, but the, like they for some reason they put like ribbons on their hand or yeah. something like like it's like the taping up your hand for like a fist fighting bot fi- like it doesn't make any sense. No, it, it doesn't, doesn't make any fucking sense. But yeah, you're probably right. They probably busted their nut on just getting Jamie Presley in this movie, so they didn't have money for like uh, like clothes or anything like that. Because at that point, my name is Earl was blowing up pretty big, right? I I I don't know. I don't say I don't. I won't say that it got super big. So the next scene we have, we're introduced to the remaining characters. And by that I mean, we see them, they have no dialogue, and they are unique, and then they're gone from the movie. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. Well, you see bits and pieces of them, and um, I don't even think this is really jumping ahead. We find out who everybody is when they do the body scan thing once they arrive at the island. We can talk more about that later, but... Oh, when they're getting physicals? And they're just saying their names, so it's just like somebody who played the game can be like, Oh, there's Longfang. 
There's that guy that looks like Pi May from Kill Bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, black guy with mohawk. Oh, cool. Guy that is buff, white guy who is in like a commando suit. Cool. These are characters. Thumbs yeah, up. There's too you many of them. But we are introduced to probably a, it's a pretty good character. We're introduced to Big Daddy Diesel, Kevin Nash's character who plays Jamie Presley's father, who is also a professional wrestler. And it's funny, in my notes, I, I said, why is he doing a Hulk Hogan cosplay in this movie? And fun fact, that role was for Hulk Hogan. Really? That's why his character looks like Hulk oh, Hogan. yeah, he's... Because they wanted Hulk Hogan in that role. Kind of toxic like him a little bit, he just doesn't say brother. What's the character's name? Is it ba- Bass? Yeah, Bass. 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 I... I did. I agree with you. I, I liked his character, Bass Armstrong. <laughs> it was really cool to see Kevin Nash, and he did a really good job at that. He was that good. He, he 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 was funny. Uh, he had one fight scene where he had to fight his daughter. Oh, that's cool. The only wrestling in the entire movie that she does, and he has this really fun, like reoccurring joke that happens a few times in the movie, where Jamie Presley's character is like at one point someone's room gets trashed. So like the lady, they they're sleeping in the same bed, and he walks in and. Oh, he thinks like something's going on and he's just playing stupid. And then later on, she's like with another female and he's like, oh God. He's like, does, does Chrissy know about this? <laughs> and I actually laughed at that. I was like, okay, the stupid dad who thinks his daughter's gay. And she's like, dad, I'm not, I'm not sleeping with him, dad. Also, his... my name is Earl. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he played that character good because it made me think of a tough guy fighting video game character. Yeah. Like, that's how they usually are portrayed in these videos. Yeah, he's just games. a big stupid guy, and he manhandles people, and that's that's what he did. So, fine. Great casting. You did it. Honestly, I don't think Hulk Hogan would have been good. He's not a good actor. Watch any single movie he's ever been in. It's not great. Well, he probably would have tried to make the, the character serious. If they got Hulk Hogan, he would have been saying stuff like brother and like... The 24-inch pythons and, like, take your vitamins. All that fucking Hulkamania <laughs> shit from back in the day. They would have let him say it. And he probably would have looked at the camera and, like, winked and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, eh. So, anyway. Instead of this plane with all of these combatants la- landing on a strip on this island and just everyone, you know, getting carted or driven to the facility. This tiny-ass plane, by oh, the way. Oh, it's a tiny-ass plane. There's, like, can- 10, 15 people they invited worldwide. Can we also mention how Kasumi didn't... S- didn't notice until her um, bodyguard or whatever hench guy, whatever. I think it's her bodyguard. It's her brother's his, best friend. What uh, was his name? Uh, it doesn't matter. Hi, um, Hayachi, not Hayachi. I, I had his name down. Oh, Hayabushi, you <laughs> Hayabusha. Hayabusha. You know. Oh, that character because in this game, Ryu. Hayabusa oh. is the character from Ninja Game who makes a uh, a and that's supposed to be this character. If his name's Hayabusha, yeah, yeah. that's his name. <laughs> but so they're just like, eh, we'll just we'll introduce this character. So Hayo, let's just call him Hayo. Hayo, Hayo, um, sits down to Kasumi and she's like, "How did you get on the plane? Like, how did how did you get? How here? did you get here? We yeah. were all invited, you dumb bitch." Yeah. Well, I think he said he snuck on, right? Didn't he say? He no, snuck he got on? invited too. Yeah. But also, she did not notice Purple Bitch on the planet at all either. She didn't notice until they were like on the island. She's like, she's here too. And it's like, didn't you see her on the tiny fucking plane? That a was a plane that has like ten rows, maybe. Yeah. Total. That wasn't a big plane. 
No, it had, a, it had like a mini bar and then seats. <laughs> that was mainly in it, and a and a TV where we meet Helena. She's just roller skating on the screen. Not even like, roller skating. You're giving too much credit to like a classic cool thing. Roller skating is pretty cool still. She is rollerblading, Andrew. A fad that is no longer around. No one does it because if you do, people think you're a little weird. Now, we're introduced to this character as a rollerblader. She her her father's I guess the head of the co- was the head of the company. One of the heads of the company, yeah. But she's the face of like the video telling people Yeah, like doing the introductions and but stuff, she welcoming ha- to the island. She's like leading people at times. But she has no clue what is going on on this island. Nothing. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. The technology or anything. And she's in these rollerblades multiple times, so you think, okay, cool, maybe she'll fight with them or something like that, because she's a contestant as well. And it's like, wow, that'd be cool. Maybe it's like capoeira or something that's like dancing, you know, with rollerblades and fighting. No, she just fucking kickboxes like the rest of them. Yeah, and I don't even think that's a thing in the game where she wears rollerblades or anything. No, it's just, that was like the end life cycle of rollerblades being cool. They're like, this is cool. She rollerblades. Ugh. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So the, so how we get these people off the plane and onto the island, well, I, Andrew? I wanted to talk a little bit more about Helena. and Why? She rollerblades. End of story. There, That's her personality. Well, I just want to say that if, compared to the video game, she's actually supposed to be a French opera singer. <laughs> they got it. They nailed it. <laughs> she's an American rollerblading martial artist. Well, they did mention, oh, she was in Paris, but... She... Of course they meant. Yeah, it was like Doom when they they kept saying, this place is like hell. It's like, no, you're supposed to be in hell, you fucking assholes. You're in the wrong location. Yeah, exactly. You're supposed to be in hell, not saying things are like hell, so that you could be like, this is a Doom movie. <laughs> oh, so back great. to my question. How do they get these contestants off this plane safely into the competition, Andrew? Well, there's where you misspoke. Safety is not... Well, they invested all of these drones to get these invitations to people across the world, tracking them for however long until they do some fucking heroic deed. And then they let them jump out of an airplane with parachutes. And just say, good luck. If you get there in time, you get to participate. But if Last person there doesn't. Yeah. We never find out who the last person was. I think it it was as long as you were there by sundown. No, it said the last person is disqualified. Oh, which it looked like it was the three main characters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because there's, for some reason, a scene. All three of them, they just land in the same area for no reason whatsoever. Because that's how what happens when you're parachuting for the first time. Is you master it. And then, you know, you tandem land with a bunch of other people. Yeah. And then there's a tower that they just decide to climb for some reason and there's no stairs there's no elevator they just yeah. climb the outer side yeah. of it cuz it's like got to show some ass shots well first christy's like i'm doing this alone and so is kasumi but tina's really that you know i'm going to bring everyone together type of gal she's going to use that southern charm cuz they're not doing it by themselves and then tina's like we got to work together y'all and they they work together and they the power- I was going to say she never said that, but she probably did say, we got to work together, y'all. We're going to fall from this tower for Santa. Well, she was like the character that seemed to be friends with everybody and was just like, we're friends now, girls. This is our girl pack. And then they climb up and it seems like, again, they're the only people left. Yeah, because everyone else is already there. Yeah. They never make mention whatsoever about who was disqualified because they showed up last. And they just move on. 
Everyone is introduced to the event coordinator, who is, um, you know, Kmart brand David Carradine from from Kill Bill. And uh, he's just like, I'm going to give you 10 mil if you win this whole tournament. And there's literally like 15 people total in this tournament, so you got pretty good odds. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, it kind of reminded me of a G version of the Mortal Kombat movie. Where that's like taking place in this ancient land or like this secret place. Where this is just a resort. It's just a fucking resort where there's like parties going on. There's just... So there's the people that are invited to fight. And then for some reason there's also like... People just hanging out and People partying. hanging out and partying. How do you just get invited to that? Do you have to, do you get an invitation similar? Like does someone throw a ninja star with the invitation? You probably have to pay, man. You probably have to pay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Probably. Oh, that's how they get the ten mil. Yeah, is you got to pay big money to get on this island to be part of the DOA crowd. <laughs> it was hard. That was that really hard to say that, right? I'm not. Yeah, that's not. It's they probably didn't have that fun of a time. Well, I don't know. They're partying, man. It seemed like a good, a good, a good amount of time. Yeah, but like, how much are you willing to spend to see like? Because fights can pop up anywhere. They're not just in, like, yeah, certain that's areas. True. People were fighting in, like, their fucking rooms and stuff. And there's also one point where um, Tina's fighting. The only people watching are those Asian guards that all dress the same. And there's female ones and male ones. And the female ones hang out all together. And the male ones do. Well, you yeah, know. it's like a middle school... Uh, <laughs> Like fucking homecoming dance. Each <laughs> <laughs> side. We we hire both women and men for guard service, but they must stick together. Yeah, <laughs> you better stick together though. And you all must have the same hairstyle and clothing. Oh my god! So of course we get the next scene, which is everyone getting physicals, which is just an excuse to show every single female character oh, yeah. in their panties and bra, and every male character with a shirt off, and like, that's it. Oh, and they inject them with nanobots. Why, you you ask? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> they inject them with nanobots because they want to monitor their vitals as they fight. And track them so that they can be like, hey, you're fighting this person. Go get them. This was actually something I forgot to look up. Is This isn't in the game, right? No. <laughs> like, this is, this is an added added thing they've added to this yes nanobots <laughs> nanobots weren't or have never been a thing like ever like not definitely not in 2006 when this movie came out nanobots were not a thing they're just like they wanted to use like future technology it's like how marvel now explains everything away by just saying like oh quantum this and quantum that like that's their word <laughs> like oh we can fix this with quantum fluctuations like, this is like, oh, nanobots will track everything. Because nanobots are the technology. And they will record every movement you make. Did you say boobment? Every boobment <laughs> you make. Yeah, that too. Yeah, so nanobots, that's cool. And then everyone's like, yeah, so now you could just randomly be picked to fight at any point. But it's really just one person saying, yeah, make those people fight because I want to see them fight. So what what do we see? We get a quick training montage for everyone everyone's like oh i'm practicing my kickboxing or like oh i'm working out by doing fucking push-ups or like splits or something and then that helena lady's just fucking casually rollerblading and around. rollerblading that's not training you're rollerblading yeah. casually <laughs> this is tough not no not even working up a sweat just casually rollerblading 
probably listening to some cool tunes and some head earbuds or something. You're like, I got this. Also, in between the showing people the workout, they they want you to know what movie you're watching because they say DOA like yeah. twenty times. Like they're just like DOA. Like when they, they couldn't sh- do a good edit to get to the next scene, it's just DOA comes up and then it goes into the next scene. It is the most pathetic thing I've seen in a fucking movie. It's like, well, I, actually, like, when did Charlie's Angels come out? Because didn't that do the same exact thing? I feel like this felt like a Charlie's Angels movie. But they were going for the floaty fighting stuff of Hidden Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Hidden Dragon, yeah. Okay. Because those three girls are kind of like Charlie's Angels. There was way Angels. more than three girls. <laughs> well, focus the on, three yeah. main women. Yeah, there's a lot of people in DOA. Yeah. And they focused this movie on three characters, and everyone else didn't matter. Yeah. That's kind of sad. Well, they tried to make uh, Zach a prominent character. Who was who was Zach? Zach was the really rapey guy. Oh, the, the guy that was hitting on the black guy with the green ho- mohawk. Oh, green mohawk, black guy. Yeah, yeah. And who the, was who we, very aggressive. Who you almost see his dick, but you don't. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Y- yeah, he he was. He didn't just like, hey girl, what's up? He was like holding let, her. Let me let me <laughs> like rub me my too junk. Waiting again. to happen. Yeah, yeah. This pre Me Too movement kind of cinematography like he's like no girl you know you want to get with old zacky boy yeah oh look and then tina and zach have to fight oh wow who picked that one yeah they they were uh they were really focused and that's so weird that tina already had two fights did she at that point yeah oh she, she fought her father yeah and then that zach was the next one yeah so we stupid. didn't see anybody else have uh well, I guess Kasumi fought Purple Bitch, but... Yeah, that wasn't a real but fight. But that wasn't a real fight. No. Purple Bitch. <laughs> I don't remember her name. I don't either. <laughs> it's the, the white, general, purple-haired lady. That's her name. So, okay, so we got past the lady rollerblading to practice before the fight. And then it's just... They wanted to get the extra characters that they couldn't invest dialogue. They wanted to get those characters just out of here. So then we get about two minutes of quick shots of different pairs of people that will never speak fighting and then it merges into another people and it's just kind of trying to fast track through this tournament until they get to the main characters that they're obviously they're going to give them dialogue. Yeah, when when some of the characters were actually characters in the game but they were like, we don't have time for them. Yeah, they're like plenty of these characters. Wong Fei? Yeah, uh, the Genfu. Genfu was the, was the guy. Asian guy with the... It looked like Pai Mei from, from Kill Bill. Yeah. Uh, but the thing that's weird, too, though, is that... So they don't use these characters that are actually from the game, but then they add fucking characters. Like, Max? I don't even think he was a character in the game. I remember, I think I'm looking up Max, and I'm pretty sure he's just an added character. The one with Christy. Christy's a little boy toy. Oh, Max? Yeah, the yeah. guy that doesn't didn't actually have a single Who fight. Who beat the toughest dude that looks like he like put steroids in his fucking asshole? Yeah, like, he, just, he flipped he, the shoes he off. He flipped and, two yeah. shoes at him and defeated him. And yeah, it's that's like, it. that's that's the main bad guy's main hench dude. And he, Yeah, it's it, it was laughable. That, that character was fucking terrible. Although, I guess he was effective because he banged Chrissy like a bunch. Oh, Max? Yeah. Yeah. Well, she they were they were like thieves together. That's yeah. yeah. So what we mentioned before about subplots, there's really with with the other shitty movies we've watched, they're trying too much. With this movie, they're only trying to do a couple things. They have the subplot with fucking Kasumi 
trying to find her brother, trying to find out what happened to her brother. That's plot, subplot one. Subplot two, the tournament for $10 million, yada, yada. Then there's the subplot of the uh, the tech guy who's a super nerd falling in love with Helena and somehow that's successful. There's that subplot. Which is really weird because she was, I'm pretty sure, banging Max for a little bit at the beginning because they were in like her bedroom together. Because remember, Max was hitting on her to try to find out codes for the safe that they're trying to get. That, that uh, yeah, he was giving her a back rub and found like a tattoo that he thought was that, but that wasn't in her room. That was out like right before the volleyball okay. thing. Because I feel like they were really close. Because when she meets Weatherby, the computer nerd, she's like being up all bummed because Max is now like making out with Christine. When like five seconds ago he was like talking to Helena, being like, "Hey, yeah." In, in any movie, this geek fucking hot girl thing never pans out, and it's the comedic relief. But because this game is targeted at pervert fucking incels who still live in their parents' basement, of course that character is successful. Yeah. And of course that super fucking nerd who can't talk to girls gets the girl. Of course. Yeah? Yeah. And he's not even in the video game. Not even in the video game at all. And it's weird that... They made, like, the running joke, but people can't remember his name, so it made it seem like... Wellaby or... Like, they focused too, a little too many, like, jokes and stuff on him that made you think, like, oh, he must be something in the game. Yeah. Nope, not the case. Not at all. Yeah. So, we get a couple fights. We get, uh, Kasumi finds out that her brother was killed by the big boy Leon at the last fight. <laughs> <laughs> they said that he couldn't find his body. He was thrown off a, a tower, the tower they had to scale, and he just he couldn't find his body. Okay. So, of course, that second, they're like, let's make Kasumi and Leon fight. This guy. I'm, I'm totally laughing. I'm not sorry. I don't mean Are you laughing trying. because when he, he cocks his hands, <laughs> no. it makes a gun cocking oh, sound? Oh, well, yeah. Okay. I, they do that a lot, though, in this, like... They do it a lot even with Tina fighting Zack when she kicks him. You hear shotgun. Yeah, and, and like kicks. They hear like explode. Yeah. It's... But Leon looks like he ate three dudes that work out and is just, there are no clothes that fit this guy. And he looks like he's just like uncomfortably muscular. And when Victor's telling Kasumi that Leon killed your brother, she looks outside to see Leon like over these stairs and high fence or something like that like punching and working out and you're like oh he's like a boxer but then he elegantly this muscle guy oh, yeah. does a split on the the... Jean-Claude Van Damme split between two posts on and, the staircase you're like, oh that boy's limber <laughs> like what this guy looks like it, it people hurts. that are that top fucking heavy yeah like you can't do that. You yeah, can't. You don't have the he balance. Was actually doing you that. don't. Yeah, no shit. He wasn't doing that. He. This guy was so bulk. It looks uncomfortable for him to move. That's yeah. how bulky he was. So they're set up to fight, and he just immediately shows up at her room, and just they start blasting through rooms. And that's that's it. So they're trying to set the precedent that people fights can go anywhere. They can start anywhere. They can end anywhere. You just. That person has to be knocked out, and then you win, you move on. And she's getting her ass kicked over and over again because he's a giant guy, and she's a small girl. Doesn't matter. I think she was holding her own pretty well against him. But here's here's the thing. She hits him a bunch. It does nothing. 
whatsoever. And then there's just a turning point where now she's hitting him the same way, and now it's just devastating. Yeah. And then that's when she's like, he didn't kill my brother. Yeah, she's like... He's a pussy. Yeah, no shit he didn't kill your brother. And then they have the flashback where it shows him, like, killing a bunch of guys that had her captive and trying to show him being the Asian John Wick and wait, whatever. It's okay. It's whatever. It's stupid. The whole fucking movie's stupid. And that scene was stupid too. <laughs> <laughs> so then we have um, Jamie Presley gets to fight Big Daddy Diesel. The old, She does like one wrestling move, even though she's a professional wrestler, world class, enough to the point where she can buy a fucking yacht. See, this, this, this fight was fun. Um, it was fun because they're in like, they're on a lake. They're fighting on, like, bamboo rafts. Well, it's also weird, too, that Kasumi, like, after they really focus on showing about punctuation. Uh, no. <laughs> punctuating acupuncture. And, oh, yeah. And that's when he's like, does Christy know about you, too? And then he hops on the raft because she's like, we'll do it by my rules. You fall in the water, you lose. And he jumps and repels Kasumi to, like, a water mill and she's just like, everyone's like super powered in this. And she's just like daintily walking like Kermit the Frog legs. That's kind of wrong. Yeah, she's just watching this fight go go on. It's like, okay. And that goes on. And okay, it's not the worst fight in the whole movie. It's not the best. But the reason they focus on this acupuncture thing, because the scene they showed before with Kasumi's brother, he's the point that she makes is that acupuncture can be used to heal. Which she's using it on uh, Tina, Jamie Presley's character, because she hurt herself in something, some fight, or I guess she's just sore from um, getting butt fucked all night. I don't fucking know. <laughs> and they said it would also be deadly because her brother used acupuncture needles to kill three assassins in a really bad scene. Oh, yeah, that's true. But this is also setting up later in the movie the final act, which we'll get to that point. It doesn't matter, it's stupid. So that fight goes on. Clearly Kevin Nash loses. They play a bunch of wacky sound effects. And and then it moves on to 35 minutes in, we get the volleyball scene. Oh my The volleyball God. scene is great. Just kidding. It's terrible. It's really what they're trying to do is they're trying to distract the main event coordinator who, for some reason, he's been absent the whole time. But he's like, I got to check this volleyball fucking shit out. I got to check that out front row seats <laughs> <laughs> it's a distraction so kasumi's bodyguard hi-yo is... <laughs> he's trying to find evidence to where her brother is but he's like she's gonna he's gonna secretly get in there and stealth his way through he literally just kills everyone getting say, there secretly he totally lancelot from uh monty python yeah. like she t- he totally just went in like <laughs> and he even says he's like i'm gonna sneak in and i'm gonna find evidence that hiata is here or whatever the fuck his name is he, he's supposed to be like a ninja and he he's supposed to be a fucking ninja and the first person he sees he just kills them and then kills every other person who basically they all look the same because that's, I guess, what they do with yeah. their guards. And then he gets trapped when he finds a secret passage. He obviously, and then he's gone to the third. Yeah. yeah, he got captured. Obviously, he got captured because his method of secretly going in. With, Walk in front of every camera. That's yeah. his method. <laughs> yeah, that's his method. <laughs> just go charging in and just murder a bunch of people. Yeah, that won't that won't bring any suspicion. No one will come after you. They already showed that they have surveillance along the entire world yeah. to find these people to give them their invitations. 
but they're not going to have any sort of surveillance in their secret passages where they're doing experiments or supposedly hiding her brother for a year. This movie reminded me if it, if it was supposed to be a series with 30 minute episodes and they just like clipped them all together. <laughs> yeah, just like cut it all together. It actually kind of at some points reminded me of the Power Rangers. <laughs> the way that they yeah like the movie stuff. how bad the movie the first movie well was. i was gonna say the show like how it would just be like one person and then a bunch of people and they would do hand motions like it's time to fight i'm gonna say something cocky and for people listening because you can't see me i'm moving my hands aggressively while i'm talking but i will give it to that character the bodyguard character at least he can do martial arts yeah that is one thing i will give a lot of these actors, you can see they are doing their own stunts. Like, Jamie Presley was doing a lot of those stunts. And that that's that's cool. Yeah. I, I It definitely I, seemed like she was doing most because I was looking real close. There were times you could tell it wasn't her. I will say that all of this is wire work because they have that floaty fighting style. Oh, yeah. Like, from Crouching Tiger. Oh, Morgan. yeah. So, 100%. it makes it much easier to do stuff like that. It's still it's still impressive when actors well, do their own stuff. What was the brother's name? Hayato. Hayato, I think. Yeah, he definitely did his own stunts. Oh yeah, the shit that he was doing was fucking crazy. Yeah. Okay. Spoilers. He's not really dead. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, he's not dead, and they gave him a haircut. Yeah. Ooh. That's <laughs> so when they show the flashback. Oh, he's yeah. got long hair, and then when they show him, he he just like not like shaved his head completely. No, they just get, they just got rid of the long hair and just gave him a basic boys cut. Yep, yeah, the old the old boys regular. He was probably filming two movies in between, maybe. <laughs> just didn't want to wear a wig. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, Henry Cavill. <laughs> he was yeah. doing Justice League. <laughs> he didn't want to shave the mustache, so he just ruined the entire fucking movie with that terrible with CGI. With a terrible CGI mustache. Ugh. I will give the choreography in this movie is very good. Yeah, I, I give it credit. That's where I, I feel like maybe the money went. I don't know, because... Again, well, the director is Corey Yoon, who has done martial arts movies. They have a, a, a Japanese stunt coordinator. So they they did, they yeah, like you said, they probably spent a good amount of money to get Jamie Presley to get the uh, Caldor brand David Carradine character, because he's a guy that's been in other stuff. And then the stunt coordinator and the and the director. That's probably where yeah. all the money went into. Because it seemed like they, they made sure a lot of these women had training, because um, later, when you see Helena holding two swords... I believe she has, like, a really strong stance. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, they were definitely being coached. They, they def the fight coordinator definitely knew what he was doing. And it, it shows. So that's, like, one of the saving graces of this movie is that the fights aren't bad. Although, you know, adding sound effects of, like, shotgun blasting and, like, bombs <laughs> dropping. But that's kind of the game is that cheesy. So I, I have to say that's pretty comparable to the game. I gotta give it credit. I'm not saying it's a good movie. I'm not recommending you watch it. I'm just saying, hey, some things maybe be like, hmm. Some things didn't make me groan openly into my own fucking hands. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't a lot of things that didn't make me do that in this fucking movie. Did you catch during the part, the scene where uh, the bodyguard character is fighting his way through? Did you catch the Wilhelm scream? No. 41 minutes into the movie. What? Yeah. He flips a guy over the balcony and you hear, yeah. Oh, well, of course this movie would use the Wilhelm scream. Wilhelm scream watch at 41 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I think out of the, th is this the third or fourth movie? Third movie we've done, two of the three movies had the Wilhelm scream in it. 
Yeah, the the second one didn't though. No, Doom Doom did not have that. No, but Double Dragon did. That's why Doom sucked. Oh my (laughs) god! Speaking of shotgun noises. So the volleyball scene goes on. It's ridiculous. Oh my god! It's ridiculous, and it it's it, it it's what you think it is. It's just. A, a reason to show these characters in bikinis and get yep. close-ups of their ass. And, and shots down their cleavage when they fall in the sand. and Right down that cleavage. Yeah. yeah. And it, it made me feel bad for these, these women because it just seemed like... Because we didn't even mention when they're climbing and Kasumi almost falls and grabs Tina... Grabs her, grabs her shorts, shorts and you see her and butt you, crack. You see yeah. her butt crack. Well, I did, I did mention that it's just all that whole scene is just reasons to show asses. Because some of these actresses seemed like they were giving it their all, and they were like, "This is a badass chick movie." When really, I, I guess it's, it kind of, in a way, talk, like imp- is like women empowerment, but like at the same time, it's like, but also don't forget these are strong women, but they got tits and ass. Let's not forget about those titties and asses, guys. Well. They wanted to have it so people of both genders would go see. Well, sorry, not two genders. Of all the genders, would want That's to right, go. That's right, buddy. I'm trying. Right. Sorry, I'm trying That's to be politically right, correct. I don't want to insult any of our and any of our viewers, listeners, whatever you want to call it. They they wanted to make it so a you attracted the fe- females. You're gonna see some some cleavage. You're gonna see some booty. You're gonna Thank think you, you might have seen a nipple. You didn't. We didn't let a nipple. No. Uh, and then. Women, or whoever identifies as women, or female, or feminine, they're going to get that empowerment. They're going to see women kicking fucking ass, and it, they do. Yeah, they, they, do. they do kick ass. Yeah. Um, so how does the volleyball scene end, and what do we transition into? Um, I actually... Well, so there's, is... this whole, there's another part of this movie where the white, purple-haired general of Kasumi's oh, yeah. army... Basically says, if you leave here looking for your brother, I'm going to come to kill you. And she tries to kill her multiple times. And this is one of those times. So they at the last point, they're tied up. It's four to four, best out of five. And randomly a ninja star comes and pops their volleyball. And then Kasumi just runs away. Yeah. and that's Runs like... into a bamboo tree thicket. This comes little... out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. And th- this scene was... It was all right. It, it, I thought it was very weird. Yeah, it was, again, it's more just wire work stuff. So the thing is with CGI and green screen with like a setting like this, it's very easy to tell like, oh, here are the bamboo, especially in this movie. And it's not always, you can't see it all, but you can kind of tell, okay, that bamboo is real, that bamboo is real. And then the, the one next to it, that's fake, that's CGI. Yeah. And this whole scene, like, again, the some actors were good in this, some were bad and purple purple bitch and i feel purple like, bitch. Gonna, like yeah we'll just call her purple bitch she she her acting was not that great and i think she even says like you know i'm here to look for my brother and he's like she, he's dead and prepare to join him and it was delivered so like it was like can we get another take and like no I, I can't do it again that's the best i got prepare to join him <laughs> so it's basically just kasumi evading her as she chops down bamboo trees with a sword uh, a lot of CGI. And then randomly, Kasumi grabs a bamboo branch and that one stops her yeah. sword blades and she's able to fight back with it. Yeah. What happened? That, I, I don't know, maybe because maybe her sword wasn't real because Purple Bitch looks like she got her attire at Party City. Yeah. And it was just 
Purple Ninja. <laughs> that was the Halloween Female cast. Purple Ninja. <laughs> Female Purple Ninja. Like, wig included. Because <laughs> that's what she her costume looked like. It looked like she bought her own costume for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's why the bamboo stopped she it. That's not from, a real sword. She brought it from home. <laughs> this is my costume. I had my my daughter help me put this together. Well, we had something better. I'm not doing the movie. <laughs> Did you dye your hair purple? Like, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. You know, I was supposed to be like a general in an Asian army. It's like, yeah, but you're white. <laughs> Nobody else has purple hair. You were actually supposed to be Christy. Yeah, no, you no, were no. supposed to be Christy. No, no, no. This is the character. No, I, I am the Asian general of this Chinese army that has a, uh, they live in the clouds. All right, I guess we'll tell the other lady she's Shang-Fu and has no lines. <laughs> Must have been really hard to get purple hair dye in a floating that city. That was not real hair. That was a wig. Clearly it was a fucking wig. <laughs> Maybe she, like, took wine and just bleached yeah. her hair. Yep. I don't know. That old, Because it's true, cloud... <laughs> Asian Cloud City. Because <laughs> who... Do they not partake in technology in the world? Or just paraglider backpacks? Because you go there, it looks like feudal Japan. It's Yeah. But it's not. It's (laughs) the floating city of feudal Japan. In present day. In present day. Present day 2006. So the next couple scenes are just uh, our characters uh, fighting one another. We get Zack, the guy who's trying to rape Tina. (laughs) We get him um, fighting her. And she beats the shit out of him. And then he respects her. And then he stops it's trying to so, date rape her. It's so weird because, again, it might have just been his acting. But the way he fell and was like, oh, oh, like I expected him to actually like do something. Because it, it totally changed, changed his character a little bit. I expected him to do something tricky to her. Because then she's like, that's all I wanted. I'm like, wait, what? Because he was like, oh. I'm gonna root for you from now on. It's like, what? Well, they lost. You can't root for yourself anymore. You're out, bitch. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I thought it was, I don't know. The way that it was portrayed made it seem like he was gonna do something tricky, but it was, I don't know. The delivery he gave her to be like, I'm going to root for you now, like, just didn't seem <laughs> believable. So then we get the most gratuitous scene in the whole movie. We get, well, first off, uh, Chrissy and Helena are just like, all right, we got to fight. Well, I'm not going to fight right now. You want to fight at, like, dawn tomorrow? They're like, sure. First, they just make that choice to do it instead of they're supposed to fight right away. But they're like, nah, I want to get a good night's sleep and I'll, I'll see you. Of course, it's raining. They're already soaking fucking wet. But in between the scenes, we get, we get uh, Christy with her eyes closed and just... Really focusing, and then we see the flashbacks of the fight. Fighting in the rain. Wrapping their hands up. <laughs> in, like, ribbons. <laughs> like, silk. Not even, like, like a boxer would wrap up his, gl- like, hands. It's, it's like, putting, like, silk on their hands. Like, this yeah. is tough for a fight. And this is the scene I was disappointed where I was like, wait. Homegirl got, ain't got no uh, rollerblades? Yeah, I was really disappointed by that. I was disappointed that she didn't fight with her rollerblades on. That's yeah, because it made it seem like that was her thing. Like when you show a character in rollerblades for the first third of the movie, and then you say, "Yeah, she's also participating," you assume that the rollerblades are part of her personality, but it just goes away. Oh yeah, they just stop. 
But why? You know what? I bet they tried scenes and she just couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> she just, I'll throw a kick and she just like kept falling on her breaking her neck. Yeah, I could. That probably that probably happened. And what else do we get in, in this uh, this scene? Oh okay. gosh. <laughs> well, it's a lot of slow motion fighting in the rain. Um, a lot of like, hey, look at them, wet tits. And then we get like a showdown stance where they're like looking at each other, getting ready to start fighting again. And we get the camera angle, and I'm not fucking lying, where the camera pans between Helena's thigh gap. Yep. And you see Chrissy in the distance. So you just get to see Helena's ass right right smushed up to the camera, right in the screen, and you see right between that thigh gap. Good thing she didn't have a camel toe. You'd be like, ooh, I'm kind of fucking... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> when I rewatched, I did a skim to... He to... rewatched it so he could crank it to that scene. Yeah, yeah, so he could crank it to that scene. <laughs> while Cat was working in the background. <laughs> he quietly masturbated in the corner while his girlfriend worked. <laughs> well, well, you know, she understands. You know, I have to... That's why that's in the movie. Yeah, that's why it's in the movie. For me. Only for me. Like, what? But... what kind of person thought of that camera angle was it like the director oh yeah definitely was it the microphone like guy like the, oh it had to the be gaffer? the director man to, to get that and so i can finish my thing if people don't think i was actually cranking it to that scene he was um when i rewatched it to make sure i didn't forget things from drinking and watching this this movie that was on the screen and i paused it and cat was working in the background and i was listening watching this on my headphones i'm like cat look at this Look at this movie I'm watching. And she turned, and it was paused right on that scene. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> I'm like, that is, that's like the whole movie. Yeah. So once that fight is over, we're down to, like, I think the last four people at that point. Because they got rid of all the people that don't have dialogue in, like, a really quick flash. And also on. they barely focus on that tournament, that tournament scene. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's not, it's not important to the plot, really. Like, 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 in a fighting movie about a tournament called DOA, the actual tournament DOA is the least important thing. They're focusing on this finding Kasumi's brother. They're focusing on making you realize that the guy, Donovan, or Victor, whatever the fuck his name is, the event coordinator, uh, Kmart brand David Carradine, you know something's coming with that guy. He's clearly a bad guy. So... We do find out, and I guess this is kind of cool, that the reason that they injected everyone with nanobots and they've been tracking everybody is because somehow he was able to figure out how to download all of that fight data into these glasses. And what it will do is it becomes a predictive fight enabler. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And how do we find all this out? Oh, so the big reveal, and sorry we spoiled it already, he brings out... Kasumi's brother, who he's had in captivity for a year, yeah. just to test out these glasses. Yeah, but before that, before he, he starts downloading them, we, whether be out of nowhere, become the nerd character, becomes more of a character all of a sudden, and starts hanging out with Helena, and he just quickly, immediately goes, oh, so Victor, he's bad. He killed your dad, and he's using this software that he wanted... Because he wanted to do this software where it records people's abilities or something like that. And your father didn't want to use it for bad, but he did, so we killed him. So well, then, he doesn't say that he killed him. He says that it's a coincidence that they had an argument that he saw. 
and then his dad, her dad, died that night. Never found the body. So obviously they put two and two I together. He did say that. No, Victor at one point admits it. Oh yeah, yeah. But then immediately, of course, Victor hears all and everything. I'm just gonna say, I'm sad that I remember this much about this. Movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm remembering like unique plot well, things before he goes and sees them and reveals the brother and downloads a lot of shit. He's like, everybody kill Helen and Helena and Weatherby, and that's where we get the you know. The Girl Scouts and the Boy Scouts come and... Fighting on the stairs. <laughs> fighting on the stairs. And somehow she is fighting off 50 people with swords. A lot of sword throwing in the air in this fucking movie. At one point she blocks 20 swords with two yeah. swords. Why didn't one person just take that sword from the top and just stab her below it? Dude, she was also slicing people and there was no blood. Oh yeah, she yeah. Although the fake killing that they do in like... You know, TMNT and stuff like that. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, Leonardo just slashed somebody and the guy just flipped away. Yeah. Whoa! So like, that's a kid. Remember? The Foot Clan are kids. <laughs> you killed a kid. And and, the, and then that's when Victor did, like does the downloading. Some reason Weatherby knows. He's like, oh no, he's downloading. And well, it's... there's a screen that shows like the progress of the download. Why? <laughs> Why does everyone need to know? He was being secretive about it. And also... Wait, how secret could he be if Victor is revealing his master plan to the four true, people? True, Because to get to this point, Christy, Tina, and Kasumi all like, we're going to go find a secret lab, or we got to go find... Oh, they got to find the bodyguard. Then they get captured as well. But they don't even really show them get captured. They start breaking in, and then that's when Victor's like, mm, I have people breaking in. He gets up from his thing. And then we just see them like in tubes. In, in CGI green screen fake tubes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're in like a... It's basically like a round porta potty but um, they just CGI that they're like being held. And Heyo's there. Heyo! <laughs> <laughs> when he gets downloaded, he looks like he's jizzing himself. Yeah, they're all like <laughs> fake, like, ah, it hurts. And he's like... <laughs> <laughs> like, getting, he's getting the nanobot sucked out of his dick. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> oh, this is very painful. <laughs> but the thing is, too, Victor's like, I've been waiting a long time for this. So did uh, Hayato beat Victor at one point? And then he captured Hayato? No, Hayato went to the DOA tournament. And then they probably just kidnapped him. After the, he fought someone. Or maybe he did get thrown off the tower and they just cut, took his body. But it's so underwhelming that it seems like uh, Victor's like, yeah, this is the person I have to try it on. Like, Yeah, that's what I thought. It's like, did he really keep him in captivity for a year? Cut his hair, fed him, had someone clean him, because clearly he's like pissing and shitting in that tube, <laughs> just so he could test out those glasses one year later? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah because they don't explain it they don't explain like oh no he's tested a couple times this is the first time and i will say okay it's kind of cool the idea of those glasses like because you see a scene where hayato beats the shit out of victor and then then you realize that he was using the glasses to predict the fight so then he can block everything and counter everything but this is the thing though now, is Victor trained? Is Victor actually strong and stuff? Or do these glasses give you the abilities that these fighters have? Well, they never explain it because they never show Victor fighting at all. With so I have to assume that he has some martial arts training and that this just helps him to not get fucked up. But it also made it kind of seem like 
this was helping him do these moves. Yeah, because, you know, spoiler alert, when he drops them at the end, it's like, he's just like, I can't fight anymore. Like, he can't, he has no fight in him. Like, he can't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They do, A lot of things in this movie they don't explain, and that's no. a big one. Yeah. They don't explain that. So his whole plan is just, I'm going to download this data into these glasses, and then I'm going to I'm gonna sell it worldwide, this patent, this concept, and oh people my. will buy it. And clearly the people they show, like guy with sunglasses and like black guy with sunglasses, it's like, those are just like, that's like the Mike Gaff and like the fucking guy that like clips the clacky thing. And <laughs> He says, investors of the world, and it's five white dudes. And an Asian guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I was like, what? These aren't all from different parts of the world. Well, I mean, white people were in everything, so. Yeah, I guess. But I was just like, okay. After he, That's like right after he kicks Hayato down that place where we saw the girls climb at the beginning. And of course, you know, Purple Bitch saves him. And they stay there. Oh, yeah, because she's in love with him. Yeah. She's in love with Hayato. They stay there, and I'm pretty sure, because don't worry, folks, we will see them again, but I'm pretty sure they're just making out or fucking on that side. Oh, they're getting there. a quick bang. Well, all this shit's going on, like Weatherby's breaking in this place with Helena, while Max follows them and uses the, the tattoo that Christy remembered and drew during their fight. Oh, yeah, I forgot <laughs> about that. That's another subplot, is that they... This whole Max th- and Christy are thieves trying to get into the vault to steal the ten million plus or hundred million, whatever it is, and yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> doesn't work. No, doesn't work. So there's the classic two thousands hacking scene. Weatherby is trying to multitask. He's trying to stop the download. I'm sorry, the upload of the data to his investors, while he's also trying to hack into each of the tubes that are holding the people. And for some reason, he has to hack all four before any one of them is released. Yeah. <laughs> and it takes minutes for each one. Do you, do you see what he's downloading it to? A mini what, like disc? Kazaa or something? Well, I was going to say a mini <laughs> disc. Like LimeWire, like, I'm going to hack it. Because <laughs> like later it shows him putting him. I think he puts it in or or someone takes it out later. And I'm like, is that a fucking mini disc? And this was probably around the time when they... Well, that was a new technology. Oh, yeah, they yeah. were trying to push mini-discs yes, big time. It didn't last long at all. No. Uh, the one thing I will give this movie credit is that it uh, it inspired Cap- um, Captain America Civil War. Really? Yeah, that predicting technology. Tony Stark uses it to fight Cap at the end. Holy shit. Let's kick his ass. <laughs> no. Clearly, this did not inspire that. That's just oh, probably t- something. <laughs> I'm so it, fucking it directly I inspired like, it. I was like, what? Captain America Civil really? War was like, what, 2012? So four years later, they're like, you know, I think the dust has settled from DOA. We can use that concept. Uh, they they could have done it a year later. Nobody could have done it no, the fucking month I that movie released. I didn't know this was a fucking movie. I don't think a lot of people knew this was a movie. I don't think Jamie Presley knows this is still in the movie. <laughs> if you ask her if she was in this movie, she's like, no. Do you I, think she knew it was based off a video game? Yeah, probably. They probably all did. Because, I mean, like, Kevin Nash definitely had to have looked up the character. Because I'm looking at Bass Armstrong. Great fucking character name. He does look pretty close. Yeah, they did try to get some of the costume designs accurate. I guess, like... Yeah, uh, my scoring was pretty bad for this movie until I actually looked up the characters in the game and stuff like that. And then I realized they did get some of these characters some. pretty well. I guess the the red, white, and blue American flag bikini that 
Tina has is a is a costume you can unlock in one of the games. Cool. <laughs> wow. People, because that's what professional female fighters want is they want to fight in bikinis. That... They might be comfortable, you know, easy for them to like make. No, them. that's why when women run, they wear sports bras because they don't want their fucking tits flopping all over the place because it probably puts a strain on your back. It hurts when my tits flop around when I run. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it helps them with agility. I don't know. No. <laughs> agility. Ugh. So let's just let's get to the end of this movie. Yeah, let's just so, keep plugging along. So Weatherby is successful and he's able to get everyone out. So all of them all at the same time fight Donovan, which is kind of cool. But he was that, unable to just stop the self-destruction of Yeah, Donovan. they can't stop the self-destruction sequence. But the fight scene they do have with Donovan, I'll give you credit. That's pretty cool when they are fighting on like the ladders and like with bungee the chains jump and shit, fighting. the bungee that's kind of cool. Well, that was definitely a stunt guy on a wig on those ladders, oh, and I thought that's not that actor. Yeah, that, and that was definitely really cool. Like I said, the choreography in this was was pretty cool. Like, yeah, it, it it added, it made it not. But then the CGI, super like, yeah, the CGI. When the guy had the chains on his arms, but the way they show the chains, like like zooming at the screen, and seriously, like. CGI chains wrapping around these CGI arms and and also this tower that all this is taking place in this whole thing is CGI when they oh, yeah. pan out like like the set is probably like one room with a oh my God. floor and a banister but this thing is supposed to be like a fifty story Japanese style like pagoda like tower it kind of reminds me of something you'd see like in Uncharted it yeah like a, like a, yes exactly yeah like a scalable tower in Uncharted yeah, yeah. didn't look realistic no but. So they fight Donovan. He loses his glasses. My glasses. Then the the girls team up. They all get there. They're all helping each other to fight him. Again, like, teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream work. So one person punches. Tina punches. Then she bends down. Then someone jumps on her back and does like a kick. And then as Donovan's running away, we get the turn the the full circle acupuncture thing come back in where. <laughs> Someone throws an acupuncture needle, and then another person grabs it and puts it in his neck, and then he just he can't move for some reason. Yeah, he's just stuck there. Then they all jump out of the tower. We get another super sky, bad CGI. Another skydiving scene. Super super bad CGI, because nobody clearly jumped off that balcony. No. It was just bad. Kind of a cool scene where it's slow a slow motion shot of Victor's face burning burn as the place explodes. That's kind of cool. A little cool. Not that cool. And then they just all get out of the water and that's the end. Literally, that's the end. Yeah. It just ends. Or it, go, is it, it? goes to it goes to DOA. And and then there's an after credit scene, but by after credits I mean they say one thing like directed by Corey Yoon, and then here's another scene. And it's just them back at Kasumi's um yeah, city or something and it's all the four main girls. It's Helena, Tina, Christy, and Kasumi, and they're like, "How are we gonna fight all these people?" Well, no, they they open it like they're they don't show all the guys first, and they open it up as they go. So, what are we gonna do here? They make it seem like they're it. They the way the dialogue works is to make you think that they're all checking out a guy. Yeah, and you're like, "Oh wait, isn't Helena with Weatherby?" And like, "Oh, what's going on?" And then all of a sudden, you're just like, "Well, I guess we'll have to." take them all on together 
And then all of a sudden... Uh, then it's just a wave of the hundreds of guards from the beginning of the game. game beginning of the movie. And then they're just like, I guess we'll just split them up evenly, huh? And then it, it, pan, it freeze frames... Goes back to DOA and then the credits start. They all got swords because they, oh, they all got swords. Can, they can all now they're all swords. swords swordsmen yeah. swordsmiths swordsmen's. Ugh. So um, all in all, not good. No. Uh, uh, some redeeming qualities. A few. I can appreciate some of the accurateness when it comes to characters and like how they're portrayed in the game. I laughed once. <laughs> I can't say that for the other movies we've seen. And some of the fighting was pretty stylized compared to the game, which is a over-stylized fighting. Like, oh, I'm going to do a backflip and kick someone, and that person is doing three backflips before they kick someone. They do that in this. Yeah. There's a lot of really over-stylized fighting, which is kind of cool, but also kind of cheap. I did think that was cool, but also, let me ask you this question. Now, do we think these little things are cool because we were just looking for something to grasp onto? Yeah, I was looking for anything that was going to keep me going in this movie. Anything that we can make a positive remark on this fucking movie. Yeah, because early in this movie, I was groaning so much and like pausing it, like trying to find the will to live, basically. So any of these small things that like, oh, I laughed at a joke because it's so fucking absurd. Like that kept me invested. The fighting, cool. Some of the areas that they fight in, that's unique, you know, that's kind of cool. Like, Zack and Tina are fighting in that, like, uh, traditional, like, Japanese court where, like, all the monks sometimes, like, they show monks usually, like, praying and stuff in them, like, wide open areas. It's kind of cool. The bamboo forest fight, whatever, it's mostly CGI. It's not that cool, but whatever, it's unique. It's not just a ring they're fighting in. But still, like it gets old. The bad dialogue gets old. The uh, the C- the noticeable CGI gets old really quick. Oh yeah, they it was just green screen. This entire movie was done in front of a green screen. Yeah, there's just there's too much stuff, and I can appreciate CGI when it's done well, or it's subtle, or you don't notice it. And of course, 2006 technology wasn't that great. They were still working on it though. I don't yeah. know. I just I don't know. It, it definitely took away from the movie where I feel like they should have just focused more on the practical effects and try not to go over the top with these background scenes. Yeah, we and didn't need all these extra subplots. Uh, they could have shown us the fight between these other characters that were supposed to be in this movie, but they focused too hard on these main female characters and the one or two supporting male lead characters as opposed to show more fighting. Show more fighting like from the fucking game yeah. that's what people if you're a fan of doa you want to see the over-the-top fighting you're probably there to see some tits jiggle and that happens you're gonna get what you want so if you want look at the youtube comments a lot of people are like as a fan of the series this is a good movie i'm not saying those people have a good opinion but that's just their opinion a person who yeah. likes the game saw a lot of good qualities in this movie I played the game for maybe 20 minutes before I just laughed until I turned it off. And that was when it first came out. I was like, this is too much. Yeah, it, it was just, it's, like, I guess I like when fighting games have some sort of plot, but it's a fighting game, so you don't expect there fighting to be, game. yeah, <laughs> not too much to, to focus on. But just when a game is overly trying to do some, like, fan service and being just like, ooh, if you fight enough rounds, you can get this lingerie for your Why is lingerie in a fighting game? 
I, I, I was looking up so much on this game, too, that I heard that, I don't know if it's the volleyball game or the fighting game, that you can have these characters in the special suits you unlock, like dresses, lingerie, do strip striptease. Like, <laughs> that's the volleyball uh, stripper game. Pole. Yeah, that's the volleyball pole. game. That's unbelievably dumb. Like, why? Like, I bet that the volleyball games probably sold better than I bet, the actual I fighting bet, games. I bet, I bet. I was gonna like read reviews, but a lot of these reviews are so fucking long. I don't want to read them, but they're so long. But a lot of the the titles are. are... No, is that user reviews or critic reviews on IMDb? Uh these are user reviews on okay. IMDb, and it's just so funny because I even saw one that said teenage boys are going to love it. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> An entertaining action flick, especially for blokes. This is the type of movie, if you were watching it and you live with your parents and they came in, you'd pause it or turn off the TV because you, they'd be like, what the fuck are you watching? What are you watching? It's funny because one of the things also say quite better than Charlie's Angels. Quite better than Charlie's Angels. And that's pretty much what this is. Bad yeah. in all the right ways. DOA is just a hell lot of fun. Was that my brother who posted that? My brother was like, it's not that bad of a movie. Absolutely fantastic if you're watching it in 1996. That makes no sense. Yeah, the movie came out in 2006. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that was the point. They're saying this movie would be good if you were seeing it 10 years before it came out. Because that type of movie was probably popular then. <laughs> I like the that one, one title of the review says, There's action. There's bikinis. Dot, 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 dot. And that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> that should have been the tagline for the movie. Yeah, that's about it. My name is Earl. <laughs> it's got the, my name is Earl. Look at my bikini. Well, so, we made it to the end of the episode, Josh. What do we got to do next? Well, we got to give our scores. And time to score. Um, you're gonna probably gonna be really surprised by my cheese factor score. I give this movie for cheesiness. An 8 out of 10. I give this 8 point. Oh, what's our what's our half mark? Because we've done... Uh, what did we do? We did see, uh, people's come, eyebrows. See, I don't want to come off like extremely sexist and be... I no, was thinking, well, yeah. we're being respectful to the franchise that built this concept into video games. So first, Double Dragon, we had half medallions. Yep. The second, we had Doom, we had half people eyebrows. It's only fitting that because this movie institutionalized titty jiggles in fighting game <laughs> that we use a half titty jiggle for our half score. So, so go ahead. So no, I give it eight point side boob. Eight point side boob. Eight point side boob. <laughs> eight point side boob. Okay. That's not bad. Because this was a cheese factory, this fucking movie. But, it, so, but like we said, some of the cheesiness was good. It, yeah, that's... Yeah, like, if somebody watched and just loved cheesy movies, they'd love this movie. Because it is cheesy. And also, the thing is, they leaned into the cheesiness. They didn't try to They're hide not ashamed it. Of they it. were not ashamed of the cheesiness. Yeah. And I will... I I almost said, I will condemn them for it. Yeah. <laughs> I will... Com What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, co Commend. I will commend them for that. <laughs> that they just like, yeah, this movie's cheesy as fuck. Yeah. So, All right, so now overall good movie. One one raspberry, <laughs> one raspberry <laughs> plus half a titty jiggle. Um, 
You go first, because I, I need okay. to... I, need to I gave it a two point half titty jiggle out of ten. Okay. Because I don't want to ever watch this movie again. <laughs> I, yeah, I never want to watch this movie again. So, I give this... Um, Are you thinking of this now? You don't have this written down? No, I got the scores, man. I just go off the fly on these. Oh, damn. Because I, I might think differently, but then when we discuss it, I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I'm not going to give that score. I just give this actually um, just a one. And you know what? I'm going to give a shout out to my, my boy Zach. I'm going to give this um, a one point green goatee. <laughs> one point. Because, you know, we, we, we got to respect the men in this movie, too, as yeah, well. Yeah, they add, they, they See, with, with anything. You have a movie that's about strong male characters, you like you know Goldeneye. You have strong supporting female lead characters. When it's a movie like Charlie's Angels or something like this, where you have strong female characters as the main characters, you need to have good supporting male characters. This doesn't have that many no. good supporting male characters. It a lot of them are just bad and they're intentionally bad. Like Weatherby is the fucking super nerd. Somehow he gets the girl. Don't know. But I did like the last scene where all they're all escaping and like they're all laughing and you could tell the actress did not want to kiss the Weatherby yeah. actor because like there's all these shots of like oh they're going to kiss and then it cuts away and they're just like eh, we can show them like hugging but this actress doesn't feel comfortable. No, <laughs> no. Even that like putting them together was so quick and so like oh we're best pals kids. Again, it's just this the unrealistic thing of like oh the nerd gets the girl. Yeah, this movie moved really quick. Like it was just like this podcast. I guarantee we this was a quick one. All right, so let's get to the one of the important ones. How comparable is this to the actual game? I'll go first on this one. Okay. So I actually thought about this answer because I don't play this game. I've never played no. this game, and I'm sorry if some people, you know, expect us to know everything about video games. We just know usually the games we play and don't know all of them. But this is mainly we're talking about the movies. Um, from what I read and stuff like that, and from what I saw, it does seem like they did kind of get the characters right. Yeah, they did some they did aspects. Research. Like, yeah. you know, Helena's supposed to be French, that whole thing, like minor stuff like that. But I guess they did try on some things. So I would say, and you can email us and let me know if I'm wrong. I would say probably accurate of the movie. I'm actually going to give this a decent score. I'll, I'll just give it a flat-out 6. Yeah, I gave it a 5 out of 10. Yeah. Um, I, I initially had a lower score, but then when I started doing the research, looking at the actual characters, looking at the game, and listening to like matches in the game and the sound effects they use, yeah, they, they did that over-the-top yeah. shit, like a kick lands. Oh, it sounds like a gunshot. They did that in the movie. Yeah. Some of these characters were very accurate. Uh, I mean, fucking Kevin Nash's character is dead to nuts. Looks exactly like the guy. Yeah. They 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 did try in that aspect. They didn't Mario Brothers this, where no. they just totally didn't even adapt anything but names to the, the original video game. Yeah. So, um, final segment. Uh, is this... You're going to give it a extra life, or is it a game over? Hmm. Fucking... Extra game over. Because <laughs> I never want to fucking watch this movie again. No, I, I never either. want to see it again. Well, luckily it's not easy to find. <laughs> yeah. It, it just... It was hard, man. It was really hard to watch. It was... 
the, a lot of notes. Like, it was so easy to pick on everything in this movie. Like, this is an hour and what? An hour and a half movie. And I probably... I sh- less than that. And I probably stretched it out to even longer because I had to keep pausing it and writing notes. Pausing it and writing notes because there was just so much. And I didn't even bring up a lot of it because there's just too much. We'd be here for hours talking about this shitty fucking movie. Yeah. You know, it wasn't fun. Like, I guess some... I won't do the podcast anymore if we continue (laughs) talking about this guy. I guess it was, like, you know, Double Dragon was boring and stuff, but it did have some, like... 90s cheese. Yeah, 90s fun fun stuff. stuff. And, like, Doom, again, the beginning was a little bit amped up a little bit, but this... It was graphic, and there was violence, and it was fine, and the practical effects saved it for the most part. But this one, um... Like, I guess if you're a hornball, you'd, you'd be like, yeah, this movie's great. But even that, it just didn't seem, I don't know, it just seemed too fanservice-y to the point where it was like, is this a softcore porn? Like, Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. If you're looking for, like, softcore porn that plays on cable, this is a movie for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I gave it a game over, man. Yeah. <laughs> game over. <laughs> Old Billy Paxton right there. Yeah. We haven't had any uh, continues yet. Extra lives. We yeah, I don't think we have. Lives. No, I, I think we recommended with Double Dragon that if you are A, with a group of people, and B, drinking, getting a little, getting a little, getting that, you might like it. You might laugh. You don't have to pay attention. Yeah. But no, I don't I don't think we've recommended a single movie yet. We'll get there, though. We've we'll only focused there. on, you know, shittier ones to start because, you know, we want to get them out of the way. Yeah. So... We'll get to some good ones soon, guys. We promise. Yeah. So, what's going on next week? Can we have, like, a palate cleanser? Like, can you get, like, a sorbet of a movie in here, Andrew, so I don't have to fucking drink my way through these movies? Well, I had a long thought about this, because I was thinking that, too, that, you know, this this was just, this this one hurt me, and it just, like, my brain, it hurt. And, again, I didn't know a lot about this game, so I would, like to dive into a movie adaptation of a video game that I know a lot and that I have a lot of information for. That's good. That's hopeful. So... Oh, boy. What are we doing? I've decided, Josh, next week we're going to do Mortal Kombat. Hell, yeah. Finally getting to the one of the best ones. Love this shit. Fucking remember it. Went to the theater, saw this movie, was fucking pumped multiple times. Love this shit. Hell, yeah, dude. Annihilation. No! <laughs> Thanks, folks, for listening. This is Andrew Gonzalez, and as usual, with my co-host, Josh Peckington. If you want any more information about the podcast and would like to send us information, you can find us on 8bitpod.com. That is the number 8, B-I-T, pod.com. We'll see you next week, guys. Beep, <laughs> Hi everyone, just wanted to add a final note. We found a free version of Mortal Kombat Annihilation on YouTube. However, it is broken up into multiple clips ranging from 10 seconds to 5 minutes. Besides that, the video is in pretty good quality, and the transition between clips isn't too bad. If you go to our website at 8bitpod.com, that's the number 8bitpod.com, we will have that link listed for you. And as always, for all your inquiries, Please contact us at 8bitmoviereview at gmail.com. That's the number 8, 
bitmoviereview at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. We hope to see you next week. Bye!